welcome to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. This is podcast number 001. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. And today's topics are politics and comedians. It's because I, I watched the interview with um, Va- Van Jones. He's that um, that anchor who had said while Trump was winning that, oh, like, how am I going to explain this to my kids? Okay. Yeah. He was on Trevor Noah, and I really liked what he had said about Trump supporters. Okay. Where he said, he said, Trump is worse than people know, but his supporters are better than people think. He's like, and I don't want to give them up. Because he's saying, by pushing all Trump supporters and all assuming that they're all bad people together, that we are going to lose them. Like, we're going to lose those people who were reluctant voters. You know? Yeah. The ones who, the hold their nose Trump supporters. Because he had said um, <clears throat> that they voted for him, like, despite what he had said, because they found it distasteful, but not disqualifying. You know? But they cost us the election. Or they cost Hillary the election. Well, um... Yeah, I, I understand that outlook on it. It's just, um, uh, I know, I'm still very hurt. Yeah. Like, the that wound is still fresh. It doesn't help that every five seconds somebody has to talk about what he's, what Trump is tweeting or anything along that line. Oh, yeah, and you it can't just, shut up. Yeah, it just kind of feels like people are trying to rationalize the situation which is, you know, what people are going to do. They're going to try and rationalize, but it's just making excuses. <clears throat> True. I mean, but you saw that he appointed Ben Carson, right, to the um, Department of Housing and Development? Yeah, but Ben Carson even said that he didn't want to work for Trump because he didn't, he wasn't qualified enough to. And I know it's crazy because he ran for president. <clears> hmm <throat> But he was trying to distance himself from it. And then you see Romney doing the dinner thing with him and all these people who said they would never work for him, that they would be against him even if he did win, mm-hmm. are all of a sudden folding into his back pocket. And it doesn't help that most of the people that he's promoting to his White House staff are Masonic billionaires. Billionaires. They are billionaires. A bil- We hired a billionaire who is making other billionaires be in a position of power it's just, it's crazy. Like, it, I think we're going to see some fucked up laws come into effect. And they're not even in, they're going to get covered by the fact that Trump's going to tweet something about bleaching his asshole or some stupid fucking shit like that. Because media is going to be so concerned with what Trump is doing. As but, it should be, honestly. Yeah, but still, it's, uh, it's fucking ridiculous. It's so... Mm-hmm. T.J. Miller was on um, Ellen DeGeneres, and he had this really, like, touching story about how there's just so much anger about the election and everything. And he was talking about how he was in New York uh, with his girlfriend, and there was a Trump protesting thing, and there's this guy who was live-streaming off of his phone, and he was just being like, yeah, go Trump, and he's doing it on purpose to provoke these people. Like, you can tell he wasn't a Trump supporter. He was just angry. And T.J. Miller just kind of smacks the phone out of his hand and tells him to knock it the fuck off, right? And the next thing he knows, he's getting hit from behind with a boombox. Like, a, a fucking boombox, right? Who yeah, has a boombox? People boom- carry, they carry a boombox? Yeah, it was like, who's a fucking boombox anymore? The 90s. 
Yeah, but he, um, an officer, officers were on the scene, and they came up to him, and they're like, sir, like, do you want to press charges? What's happening? And he just kind of looked at him, and he said, what's happening is that I got hit by this dude with a boombox because he's angry. And, uh, he hit me with a boombox because I hit the phone out of this gentleman's hand because I'm angry. And he, I knocked the phone out of hit this gentleman's hand because he was purposefully provoking this, this, uh, protest because he's angry. We're all angry. Yeah, he's like, we're all angry, officer. I don't want to, like, I'm not pressing charges, I'm not doing anything. What's happening here is that we're all angry, and we're all trying to make sense of what's happened. And the officer is like, okay, go about your business. And it's just kind of one of those things where you kind of, it's just, uh, I just can't, it's going to be such a difficult four years. Yeah. Just making sure that nothing, because the worst thing that can happen is that they pass laws that will hinder us forever because we're too absorbed in whether or not Trump has retweeted something that the KKK leader is posted. No, I mean, I'm not upset with Ben Carson. No. I'm more upset that he's he pledged... Like, he had a campaign platform of anti-Trump, like a lot of yeah. these politicians. They meet with him for 30 seconds, and all of a sudden, everybody's in his back pocket. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, and then... That no one's sticking by their principles. Yeah, and Trump did that, that thing with Taiwan where he had a phone call and that violates a trade agreement that we have with China. And it's because he has a bunch of shit in Taiwan or business with, Ty, like, Taiwan. And it's just, like, you can't offer them government contracts. It's just... It's fucking crazy. Yeah, you saw that he did that with the Secret Service and his hotels. That he's making it mandatory for the Secret Service to stay in his penthouse suite. Yeah, which is going to cause taxpayers like millions of dollars a day. So, that's exactly why they wanted his company in a blind trust, not a Ivanka runs it, but still hangs out with dad trust. Yeah. How many times have you watched Your Brother Where Art Thou on Netflix? Oh, I think I've watched it about twice. Twice? Yeah. I watched it twice just that weekend. (laughs) Really? Yeah. No, I watched it because I had it on because the music is, is phenomenal and... I was working on my computer, and then I watched it again with mom. Like, I love the movie, but it's not really... It's a weird headspace to be in. Hmm. You know what I mean? I'd agree with that. It's not necessarily something that I'd watch that I'd watch to bed. Some more of a Futurama person. I didn't watch it to bed, but I did watch it, and then uh, my boyfriend came home. And then he was like, what's this? What did he think of it? Well, he only caught the end once. He literally walked in the room, and it was um, Clooney staring up at the sky, praying to God. And then all of a sudden, then the the music swells. The old the old the old uh, black slaves are singing, and then it's just water. Oh, and the Dapper Dan. Uh huh. And, uh-huh. and then he sees a, a puppy floating in the water, and he's like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, brother, where are them?" No, I saw on um, you know, Facebook has those advertisements. You mean the many advertisements? Yeah, I saw one that had a T-shirt, and on it it said a uh, fop pomade. Mm. And the top comment was, I don't want fuck, goddammit, I'm a Dapper Dan, Dan man. Made me laugh so hard. Because that was the first thing I thought when I saw it, and I was about to comment it. And the thing had something like 3,000 likes. Is pop a real hair a, Yeah. Hair treatment? Yeah. What? Yeah. I pop. thought they just made it up in the movie. Pomade. I know pomade's real, but I didn't think that pop and 
Maybe Dapper Dan's not real. Because I, I would have assumed that it was a No Brother Where Art Thou shirt. No, no. It just said pop. I want pop, god damn it. I know what pop means. I don't know. Oh, wait, no. Pop. Like, the old aristocrats that overdress themselves. Ah. The fop. <clears throat> oh, that makes sense for pomade. For hair. Oh, my. Just blew my own brain. <laughs> Congratulations. Jeez. I forget, but <clears throat> there's a Netflix special with Dana Carvey <clears throat> where it's like 60s white, 60 year old white male or something. Yeah, I've seen Did it. Did you see it? He makes a lot of fun of millennials. No, I know. I just didn't think it was that funny. Yeah, it's kind of like you're, you're a semi-funny uncle at a barbecue Making fun of your little cousins. Yeah, I was really excited because it's Dana Carvey, and I love the like old SNLs and. Mhm. Mm I love Wayne's World, and anytime he's in something, I'm always just really excited, or I'll always give it a shot because he's one of those, like comedians that most likely will deliver a product for you. So I'm like, oh, I've never seen his stand up. This should be fun. Huh. And it just wasn't. I mean, I felt, I felt really upset because he has that whole bit about him taking his son through Italy or through Rome. Or he took his son to museums. And he was like, is this all we're going to do today? And it's like, well, that's just, that's just what, that just means that your son doesn't like that stuff. You should know that as a parent, what your kids are into. Daniel Carvey. <clears throat> yeah. This is like the third time he's seen this kid. Yeah, but still, just the fact that he's using his experience with his kids to try and get some grasp on the millennial. Like, I would have loved to go to those museums. Yeah, but then you're, like, in the niche of art. You're in the niche of your face. Niche of your mom. But, <clears throat> I saw Michael Che's stuff. Did you see that? Michael Che also has a stand-up on Netflix now. He's Asian? in it. No, uh, it's the black guy from Weekend Update on SNL. Oh! No, I still haven't seen his stuff. But I like him on Weekend Update. Yeah, I like him on Weekend Update, too. So I was like, oh, this could be cool. And I, he has a whole bit about the power of white women. Because, <laughs> um... That's so funny. Yeah, it was it was really funny. Because I was... I'm really upset about the election and everything. And he comes out... With how, um, I think it was Brooklyn, used to be, like, a scary-ass place, and then it's been gentrified. He goes, you know how much power you have when just you moving into an area raises its property value? And he just kind of went in with stuff like that. It was super funny. So everybody wants a white girl. <laughs> and then, oh, it, and then he talked about how, um, a white girl is so powerful that she could go into a bar, go up to a random stranger, take his hat, and start dancing, and there's nothing you can do about it. He goes, if I did that in a, in a bar, like, I'd get knocked the fuck out. Like, Probably. Yeah, but I started laughing because I've done that before. <laughs> I've taken somebody's hat. You've also had someone give them your hat, their hat. Yeah, right? It's like, it's not my fault. I say I like something, and they just give it to me. <laughs> Check your privilege, man. I know. But just that struck a chord. So that was that was a nice fun boost, like to self esteem at least, especially after everything that's happened. Oh, you saw that Dave Chappelle's gonna get. Um, I've seen how ripped Dave Chappelle looks. 
Yeah. He looks swell as fuck. Did you see him on SNL? <clears throat> yeah. Um. You realize I also saw him in person, right? Twice. Yeah. I know. I know you've uh, you've seen him in person, but it was shocking. Like, the thing is, is that his his he's gonna have um. Netflix is picking picking up the Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I am so excited. But he is so swole. Well, he's just older. So no, he's he's, 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 he's been working out. Like, Jake, that's well, no, effort. That's not no. he's aged into muscles. That's not no, how it no, works. not aged into muscles, but like he's aged into that size, you know, where I mean, yeah, it's it's like how Milo looks, where he's like aged into being bigger. It's so hard to build muscle. That, yeah. Saying that it's just because he's he's older, so it's easier. It's kind of belittling well, no, the accomplishment. Not, not not easier, but. But it happened. Yeah. Now he swells fuck. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, damn. <laughs> when did Dave Chappelle look like he could beat you up? <laughs> he always looked like he would try and talk himself out of a situation. You know? And now it looks like he's just not gonna even look at you. Because the situation will solve itself. I just wanna... I wanna watch Dave Chappelle show now. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised that we don't see more comedians doing stand-up. Like, it seems like when you have stand comedians, but then after they break out of that, you don't see them go back. Like, Ellen hasn't done stand-up in forever. I've seen a lot of really popular comedians come back and do stand-up. Like who? Like, Daniel Tosh. Like, no, but Tosh is on... Okay, first off, Tosh is on but Comedy would, Central. But wouldn't you say that he's successful, though? Yeah, he's... Su- he, he, he even took his hand no, out and told I get- everyone to touch... Him because he's success. No, I get Daniel Tosh is successful, but his TV show is still that in comedy. Oh, you mean break out of comedy? You don't really see that many comedians break out of comedy, though. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, the Adam Sandlers and the David Spades and the, like, once you've become more than just a comedian. I saw Adam Sandler. He did stand-up at the comedy store. Yeah, but I'm talking about, like, having your own specials. Not everybody can go to the comedy store every fucking time they want to. <laughs> Most of us only can only watch the stand-up that's on Netflix or Hulu. That's true. Otherwise, what's the appeal of going to the comedy store if, like, everyone can just see it? Well, no, but what I'm saying is that that's why people pay extra to go to the comedy store. Like, that's where it's making their money. They're making their money based on the fact that this is an experience that you need to see in person. No, I know, I know mm-hmm. that. I'm just, I'm upset more that more, more of them don't do specials. I mean, even if they don't have, I'm not even saying they have to do their special at the comedy store. I would just like for there to be a special for me to see. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to see them, I'd have to go on YouTube and, like, watch some old clips or watch somebody who recorded their old VHS taping. That's sad. I was just reading a post on Facebook about really cool, uh, bookcases. Bookcases? Yeah, that I wanted. What do you mean bookcases? Well, they were showing, like, cool eclectic bookcases. Like, one was a honeycomb that's, like, a normal bookcase, but instead of it being, uh, like, linear shelves, it was a honeycomb. So it's all mismatched and facing all different directions and shit. Literally cute. Well, I'm but happy you mentioned the bookshelf. Well, it was really cool. <laughs> they had different ideas, and I was like, oh, I didn't even realize you could do that. Like, taking a door and turning it into a bookshelf. On another note, have you read any good books lately? Still reading that, um, David Wong book. 
uh, futuristic violence and fancy shirts. Fancy suits. Fancy suits. Yes. How is it? Really funny. How far into it are you? About 30%. And it's pretty awesome. If you like John Dodds at the end, you'll like this book. If you like funny, you'll like this book. If you like Christopher Moore, you'll like this book. If you like the future, you'll like this book. Uh, I'm reading, or I'm still in the middle of Amy Schumer's book, Girl with a Lower Back Tattoo. <laughs> is that funny? Uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, or is it more sad? No, it's kind of written episodically, like diary entries. Yeah. Um, Odd. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like that, but you're, you're, I haven't really gotten past the point where a teenage Amy. So she oh, talks, goes that far back? Yeah, it talks about how when she was a kid, she was like super rich or something. But she didn't realize she was rich, but she had, like, real ponies at her birthday party, and then something happened, and her parents lost their money, and then she ended up being poor. Huh. And then now she has money again, but, um, she also tells a bunch of different little anecdotes, like, about how when she was first touring, and then how she had a one-night stand with this guy that she really liked, and she thinks about him a lot. But she wanted to keep it, because she was scared that she went back to him, that it wouldn't be as special. Yeah, so I'm I'm reading through. It's not as uh, funny as her like early stand-up, or it's not edgy. It's kind of way more personal. Huh. And it's uh, you kind of hear her body issues and um just other uh you kind of understand the way she thinks. Cause there's a story where she's doing I don't know volunteering for a camp type thing, and she got assigned like the really old people, and she hated it. And she kept comparing herself to this really gorgeous chick who the guy that she liked was into, and then she would copy her every move, and she still didn't know who she was as a person yet. Oh. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like she's talking to us about how she became Amy Schumer, not... It's not necessarily... Yeah, it's, it's memoir-ish. It's very memoir-ish. <coughs> I just... I thought it would be more... Not necessarily funny... I'm just gonna sound mean. But I thought it was gonna be more interesting. Oh. I mean, I think it's it's a good book. Like, it's a nice read. It's a fast read. It's an easy read. But it's not nece- necessarily something that I'm gonna be like, oh my god, you have to read this book. Oh. Not even if you're like a huge humor fan. If you're if you're a huge humor fan, of course you're gonna read the book. It's more Amy. Why wouldn't you read the book? Um. But if it was one of those ones where like the best celebrity memoirs, there's nothing really crazy about it or I haven't gotten to a part where I'm just floored by it or she's I don't see a reason for her to have made this book other than money Mm. like she's not saying anything necessarily but she's sharing a big chunk of her life and it's personal that's brave yeah it's very it's it's a brave thing for her to do but when I finish the book it's not it's not like it's one of those books where after you finish it, you'd be okay giving it away as a gift if it was still in good enough condition. Ah. You don't need to keep it. Ah. Yeah. Did you hear that she got cast as uh, Barbie? Yeah, I heard that. Did you hear how much hate she got? Oh, because of her size? The size in, the, in her face. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a comedy, and she's going to look like a doll the whole time. Yeah, it's supposed to be a comedy, and it's supposed to be the fact that she gets kicked out of Barbie land because she doesn't fit their standards. And people are all like, Amy Schumer, hashtag not my Barbie. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, you fuckers, are you serious? 
That's so messed up. That's, yeah. It's, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, because the whole point is trying to make you, like, accept who you are as you are. Well, you don't know that yet. You haven't seen the movie. Well, true, You can guess what the message is gonna that's be. most... I wanna say 102% sure that that's what the moral of the story really? is. I'm pretty sure you didn't know what the moral of the story for Sausage Party was gonna be. Yeah, that's Sausage Party. That had no no sense. Made no sense. It did make sense. What? Don't what was this? douche. Don't douche, really? That was the main <laughs> plot point you got from Sausage... You know what? I think it's as good as a point as any to... Don't douche. Don't douche. Main point of Sausage Party. I thought it was gonna be, um... And don't smoke, um... What's that shit? Bath salts? Yeah, don't smoke bath salts. Or douche. Okay, now we're gonna go to our final segment. Me likey, you likey. Jackson, what is it that you likey? I likey the prophet. (laughs) God. (laughs) What's the prophet? The prophet is a hard style. He's the godfather of hard style. Really? That's I, I seriously saw... I For those of you who don't know what hard style is, Jackson, will you please explain it to them? Hard style is a style of bass music for EDM. There are several different kinds of hard style. There's raw hard style. There's happy hardcore. There's euphoric hard style. There, it gets close to dubstep. Oh, just, one, really just, one, dubstep. just one second. Just... <laughs> It's amazing, but the prophet has a really funny one called Karamba, and it's amazing. I recently saw, went to see him, and he was the most amazing thing about that night. It was, it was crazy. If you love aggressive bass, prophet. And what are you, what, what you likey, I likey, you likey, squee? This is great. What what is it that I like you? Is that what all that meant? <laughs> is that what you were trying to say? C D. Uh God, what do I like you right now? Uh, should have thought about this. Life? Well, I don't know. Life kinda sucks. Why do I like you? Oh, I'm getting back into friends. There we go. The whole nineties nostalgia thing is really kicking in, so I've been rewatching Friends on Netflix. So, me likey friends. You know, I don't... <sighs> Jennifer Aniston was on SNL. And um, it's because they have one of their chicks pretend to be Rachel from, like, 1990. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so she... And since they were both in that new movie that's coming out, Office Party or whatever, mm-hmm. she was on the show as, like, a guest host. Or she was not guest hosting, but she popped on randomly for that segment. But um, they were asking why there's so much 90s nostalgia right now with, like, Fuller House and then the Gilmore Girls reboot. And I honestly don't think it has anything to do with 90s nostalgia. I just think these are all really good shows that were only available to watch live. Unless you bought the DVDs. And barely anybody bought the DVDs. So now you're getting this whole new group of people who either didn't watch the show from beginning to or end. missed it. Missed bits of it or huge chunks of it and never had a way to watch the show and it's entirety until you had platforms like netflix and hulu that makes sense like i don't think it has anything to do with nostalgia i just think it's the fact that there's new technology available you could also say maybe you mean me maybe me my time i remember oh yeah i remember
Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. If you heard any crunching or glass clinking, it's because Jackson couldn't wait to eat her soup until after the podcast was finished. If you like what you heard, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.